Hey, it's the Just Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. This is Andrew with... Carly Gracie. Yeah, welcome. Welcome, what please. Are you, what are you trying to do there? Sit down. Just have some fun with us. We're going to talk about Jiu-Jitsu. We're going to talk about maybe a horoscope or two. You never know. We might talk... Is that New York? Uh, I just talk like this sometimes. I, sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. This is my sexy voice. When uh, oh. when I'm really wanting someone to get like hot and bothered, I talk like this, and they start to they start to like the fluids start flowing. Okay. How yeah, are you I'm, feeling right now? Uh, there's there's no fluids flowing. <laughs> your cheeks look a little flush no, though. No, eh, no. Do I hear no. your heartbeat increasing? No, I I no. Oh, I thought I just got a text right now from the person who lives at my old address and it says she she got a package and I thought this was going to beautifully tie in <clears throat> with our first email. Okay. What what is our first email? Our first email today. You forwarded this one to me oh. from our our good friend Craig at Ford Orange Brewing Company. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll, we'll just start off with his email. Yeah, that was a good email. Yeah, he said, hey guys, this has been a tough year with the brewery. First, COVID hit us, but we have been able to keep up, keep our doors open. Then we started hiring tons of people. Jim, and then anyone else that asked a question on your podcast. Alexi. Alexi. And if, if you followed our advice, Alexi would be in some type of managerial position. Absolutely. You said with all the additional overhead, costs it was hard to get a package sent out to us rest assured he fired everyone okay i'm sorry to alexi i don't he said everyone so i assume it's alexi well he says the one good guy they had alexi i'm sure you'll land on your feet and find a job somewhere uh maybe call croiler he could always use uh he could always use someone to uh maybe he can open like the for you know for apple brewing company you know ford apple we need a bouncer at the gym (laughs) (laughs) we had a lot of people coming in there and bullying all of us and so we need to hire children the children yeah (laughs) we need a bouncer for the children but he said rest assured i fired everyone and some stuff is on the way funny though i still don't have a picture from you guys with a fort orange shirt on and they said actually never mind because he remember he probably remembered that we said pants pantsless it'd be a pantsless shirt yeah that's a good thing it would all right so that's why i thought this tied in i thought our package came into my old address which he probably oh. sent it to oh oh no you, you need to get on that i i know so i will text her and say hey the package that came in was an Amazon one, so that's not it. But I'll tell her to also look out for a package full of goodies. You can also have him just email, uh, send it to my house too. I mean, it's an Elkhart. Right. You know, worst case, it's easier to come over and get it. Oh, you'd like that. You'd like it because you don't trust me to disperse it evenly, which... No, because like the last few times you've <laughs> drank it all. <laughs> okay, I think you got a beer or two and a shirt. You I, got, got, I got one beer <laughs> and the shirt that didn't fit you. <laughs> That one. <laughs> All right. So, so this time I promise to distribute it more evenly. Uh, but he, Craig does finish off here with, with some questions. He says, we're doing some guard training in our gym. So I do have a question for you guys. Well, for you, obviously. Uh, <laughs> when on the bottom, what is your favorite guard and why? And then he follows that up by saying, are you mainly looking to sweep or submit from when you're on the bottom? Yeah. Hmm. Favorite guard on the bottom and why? Hmm. I think if I, I'm going to try to answer how I think you're going to answer. Okay. You're going to say, well, that's a tough question. Uh, my favorite guard is I I like I like closed guard, but 
No, I like open guard and the variations. I like all guards. I like everybody. I love everyone. Life is love. Be kind. Is that how you were going to answer it? You know me. I'm all feelings. All right. I've got you dialed in. (laughs) Well, go ahead. Just for fun, let's hear you say that. Um, I would actually say, like, my favorite casual guard is, like, Butterfly. I like the mobility of it. Uh, It's just... It, it keeps things playful, keeps things moving, you know. Um, in a more serious setting, I'd probably go close guard or half guard. So your side bitch is? Butterfly. Butterfly. Yeah. You like to flirt with butterfly, but That's you don't right. want to commit to it. No. You don't want your name tied down to no. that. You don't want it to have your name. No, it's a good time. It is. It's just a good time. Yeah. And then it's sometimes. It's complicated. Yeah. Sometimes you get a little drunk and you just want to do a little butterfly. Yeah. So then when you really see yourself settling down. Close guard. Close guard, Gracie. Yeah. Yeah. Croiler, closed guard, Gracie. I don't know about that, but yeah. And, and, and what, what's, the, what's the reason for you putting the ring on the finger of closed guard? <laughs> That's funny. Um, as, far as, as far as closed guard, I just, I've done it forever. I'm, I'm super familiar with it. it I can perform it at, at, a, at a very high level regardless of uh you know what what is happening like nerves or you know uh fatigue or you know exertion or anything like that i know i'm going to perform the same um and 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 really most of my guards are like that but there's just you know years and years and years of closed guard um that that you know i've battle tested i mean I've, i've battle tested everything but there's just a, a special comfort in that in, in close guard was close guard what you had drilled into you from the start when you were a kid so, i mean it's what i did pretty much primarily until i was a purple belt you know and, and um I, I branched off before then but really like push came to shove you know if it was a more serious thing i would always rely back on on close guard and it's just Reliable, it's functional. Uh, I know I'm effective with it. I know it's hard to do, um, to pass my guard, you know, and, and I can just kind of rely on that. Mm-hmm. When you're in close guard, if we're looking at the second part of his mm-hmm. question, do you find yourself going for sweeps most often, submissions, uh, or is it whatever lends itself? It's whatever happens, right? So generally, um, so generally, the idea of attacking somebody when you're in the bottom, whether it's clo- whether it's a submission or sweep, it's still ultimately all attacks, right? Um, what comes down to your ability to succeed is how the opponent is reacting to things. So an opponent that's shelled up, so he's not open to, let's say, an armbar or a kimura or an omoplata or things of the such, because he's all shelled, he's all defensive, it also generally means because he's shelled up that he does not have great balance. Um, so sweeping becomes more available. Um, the same that if you try to sweep somebody that's completely exposed, they're creating these long frames to stop the sweeps from happening or these erratic um, explosive movements. It also means that they're exposed to attacks. So it's not that I have a that I look for sweeps or that I look for submissions. I look at what opponent is doing and I try to take advantage of that behavior. What do you see most newer people in jujitsu uh, gravitating towards with their guards? Anymore? Mm. It's tough, man. Ten years ago, I'd have said close guard or half guard. 
um, anymore. It comes down to what's the flavor of the day and what the instructor, what, what is the instructor, you know, like what's his mood in anymore. There's, there's some, there's so many fads and so many, um, new trends of behavior that you may have a coach that, you know, is, is competing all the time and he's found great success in 50, 50. So he is most likely going to teach 50, 50. So the beginners in that school are most likely to do 50, 50, you know, um, if you go somewhere where like Shannon Shingard is more common because the instructors are more successful that they tend to kind of stick to that. Um, very rarely do instructors deviate from what they're good at. We like to do what we're naturally good at instead of things that we're not so good at. Um, that's why in most schools, the students tend to be copies of, they tend to copy their game after their instructor, right? Um, which is, I think, where like we do it a little bit different because we're so immersive in, in all of our attack patterns and our series of techniques that, you know, a, a, a series of attacks, a, a chain of attacks may have 46 techniques or 50 techniques. Um, but the, the five or 10 that I do may not be the same five or 10 that you do. And, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Where in, in generally speaking, in most schools, I will only show you the five or 10 that I do. And then you're stuck having to operate within those parameters. Right. So it's, it's really hard to say anymore. Um, there's lots of white belts trying leg locks. There's a lot of white belts trying, you know, warm guard and lapel guard and things like that. But but it just depends on the fad. Yeah. I think my favorite, I don't do a ton of closed guard because a lot of the people I go with are bigger than me and my legs won't close all the way around them. And so I find myself doing a lot of open guard. You're smiling. I'm smiling. Why are you smiling? <laughs> You're a short guy. You make sound like everybody's huge. <laughs> I can, well, I can close my guard on the people I can close it on if I, many times I'm close, I'm at my limits of how much I can lock my legs. And so it doesn't take a lot for someone to break my close guard. And so I just often will just go right into some type of, I like butterfly uh, or some type of open guard. Now your face right now is saying, well, I, I know you're going to, well, you should be able to close it. Blah, blah, blah. So let, what, what is it? Let's see. Oh, no, no. I'm <laughs> not saying anything. I'm just, I'm just watching. What guard do you see me use most? The most? Yeah. Butterfly. Yeah, I use that a lot just because it's just an easy it's one to... functional for you. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Donkey guard, I use that too, periodically. Yeah. But you that's because you told me that's a good one to, to focus on. Silent. I just had a, I had a reminder <laughs> pop up here on my computer that said, buy toilet paper. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm dangerously low Are right you low? now. Yeah, so please don't say you have to poop. No, no. Because if you do, a... <laughs> you're using paper towel and I don't want to have to funny thing is I almost mentioned that to you that you're running low on, on toilet paper yeah I I know I <laughs> this morning I was getting ready and I'm like this okay. is great for the podcast this is good for the podcast yeah. <laughs> I'm like alright I used uh, I used a good amount of that but Morgan was here so I'm like, she's gonna get ready this morning thank god she didn't have to go and so, cause I'm like I'm where she was like oh Got <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so she didn't have to use paper towel or like washcloths. That's good. 
I'm glad. I'm glad you have a plan, though. I do, yeah. You've, you've thought this out. Well, we all had to. Remember a year ago when we thought toilet paper was gone forever and we're talking, we're like looking at how many rags we had and how many I, old I socks? I don't remember that now, but that's what? Okay. I remember the toilet paper shortage, but I don't uh-huh. remember looking at socks as a means of. You, you didn't know. start, you didn't have the discussion in your head of, okay, if I have to start using. Uh, my 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 clothing. What am I starting with? No, if I run out of toilet paper, I'll go find some. <laughs> <laughs> what? So I'm a civilized person. <laughs> no, you're the person in all zombie or post-apocalyptic movies who is like, as soon as there's just an inkling of things are getting bad, you're like kicking a door in, and you're like, listen, I don't want to have to kill your family, but I will. I give me paper. give me the toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. They're like, have you thought about using? Your old shirt's like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. You gotta clean them afterwards. It's a mess. Yeah. So like, give me that toilet paper. Sorry, little girl. Don't cry. Don't cry. I'm not going to kill you unless your dad doesn't give me toilet paper. Right. You get it. (laughs) All right. Moving on. All right. This one is from, his name is spelled S-Z-Y-M-O-N. So I'm going to say, I'm just going to say Simon. Simon, Simon. Simon works for me. Simone, Simon. He says, "Hey guys, love the show, especially." He says, "Hoyler." I think he means Carly. Uh, we'll assume that. Yeah. Don't 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 let that view, don't let that filter the way you view this email. I don't need you to be like real mean to him. Uh, <laughs> oh, he says at the bottom here. He says Simon from Zambia. Wow, we we have a. Listen. Listener from Zambia, Simon. That's thank you for listening. Uh, wow. I, I've all the way across the world, and you've decided to give us some time. We appreciate that. So, Croyler, be nice here. All right. He says, <laughs> he says, especially Croyler's quick wit and Andrew's deep technical analysis. So, wow. Zambia is strong in sarcasm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's winning. <laughs> yeah. So, he says, I have a question regarding half guard for MMA. A lot of jiu-jitsu coaches advocate getting to half guard bottom to sweep or take the back but we almost never see this in mma in fact i see most guys in mma when in half guard bottom just hold on for dear life i almost never see anyone trying to get the underhook and reap the leg only damian maya is able to do this why is this what is the correct thing to do in mma when in half guard in the bottom position so first i have to look up where zambia exactly was I I would like to pretend like you're dumb for not knowing that, but I also don't know. No, I knew it was in like in, in Africa. I just right. didn't know like where in Africa. Yeah. It's between Zimbabwe and Angola. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna pretend I know those are um, Southern Africa. Southern got it. I know where Southern Africa is. Yes. Yeah. It's easy enough it's the south part of the Yep, yep. Yeah. I'm I'm really good with like the direction <laughs> part. Yeah. yeah. Um so so I'm glad he brought up Damian Maya, right? So he's obviously somebody who's who's watching it. Um, but um, so Damian Maya is like the unicorn um, of MMA, right? So, and I say the unicorn because um, most people don't realize Damian Maya was was I think I think three times, two or three time world champion, jiu-jitsu black belt world champion in the gi. Um, I think a couple times in no gi as well. So he is not just a high level jiu-jitsu competitor that converted to MMA because his jiu-jitsu career was over and you know, he's getting too old to compete in jiu-jitsu so he's like transitioning into MMA or 
who has won for years and years and years and he's finally trying to do something different like Bushish is doing, you know. This was a guy who at a very early age excelled at jiu-jitsu, performed, outperformed most people in his in his age group, was able to win the world tournament several times um, in Gianogi and, um, and at a very early age was able to quit jiu-jitsu with a plan to go into MMA. So he had time to really learn jiu-jitsu, really do well in it and then bought himself time to transition and and the reason why i bring this up um and, and we'll get to the half guard bit in a second but the reason why i bring this up is when we look at um fighters like uh, like bushisha or um michelle nicolini right um uh, who were world champions i mean bushisha is like a 10-time world wow. champion you know um, he's like the the guy that's won the most, you know, out of any, anybody. And you look at Michelle Nicolini, who was the queen of jiu-jitsu for like six or seven years. They that's ten years of being the top guy in jiu-jitsu, you know. So you assume you start at eighteen, you know, competing as a black belt at eighteen, which would be the earliest you could ever do. Um, so if you are already black belt at eighteen and you win the first year and you win every year after that, Boucher should be twenty-eight going into MA. Most MMA fighters are out by 33, 34, 35. So that gives a somebody like Bushisha, and I don't know how he will do in MMA, but you know, just for the argument, um, it would give somebody like him seven years max mm-hmm. to train, stand up, to train wrestling, to uh, mold it all together, to fight enough fights to be recognized to then make it to the big venue. You know, and most guys are only fighting three times a year. So you know, if you assume two years preparation, that's five years. The most somebody like Bushish or Nicolini would get is about 15 fights. Right. Um, and, and that's tough to do. So DMI was smarter than most. He left early. He was able to get into MA early on, and he was able to kind of mold it all together. Um, with that said, let's go back to the half guard question. So when you look at Damian Maia, you have to understand that he is essentially one of the best not one of the best he he's a world champion in jiu-jitsu a multi-time world champion who had time to sharpen and polish and tweak and modify his f-guard sweeps to do well in mma now if you're not at that caliber and you have not had the experience he's had to develop that game when a coach says hey learn half guard for mma um and, and it doesn't perform well um that's that's tough that's mm. tough to take because in half guard especially if you're in the bottom in the MMA if it, if it doesn't go your way it usually means you're getting you're getting punched yep. a lot and you're getting held down and you're getting beat up um, and that's not necessarily the greatest strategy to have is to go to half guard um, why do coaches teach or push for half guard in MMA um, I, I don't quite know. I think because once you get good at half guard, it's it's it becomes very natural to be able to get out of there once you develop a good feeling for it. So you could turn a situation that's generally bad into a really good situation with a little bit of practice. So maybe the idea is to get your practice early on so that you develop those skill set. And then when you push comes to shove, you can actually perform under duress. Mm. Um I would start differently. Um, I would start with with a closed guard, you know, and then into a half guard, um, and then eventually transition to something more open, like a butterfly. 
just to give variability. But um, but there's nothing wrong with starting in half guard as long as you spend time to become good at it. Like you can't learn two sweeps from half guard and then just go into an MMA match and hope to do well. Like that doesn't work. Uh-huh. Um, an example of this is you look at Frank Mir versus uh, Brock Lesnar, right? So Brock Lesnar was a wrestler, uh, not just a WWE wrestler, but he was actually like a legitimate wrestler. Um, obviously a huge, huge man. But then you also have Frank Mir, who was an incredible jiu-jitsu competitor, especially in MMA, got held down in half guard and got his face beaten in, you know. Um, on their first match, however, Frank Mir was able to get a heel hook off of that. So I think I think take half guard for what it is. Um, as a good friend of mine would say, it's a, it's a port in the storm. And the more practice you have the better that that you know safe haven will be it's a good good way to put it yeah, yeah it's a place to to hang out for a minute but you're not gonna you plant your be, flag yeah, and yeah. say this is where i yeah I yeah you shouldn't be you shouldn't be hanging out there i mean it's like if you have to push comes to shove you should perform very well there because if you don't it's just going to get worse but it's not should not be the place you start I feel like it's also a place that a lot of like advanced people will will go to when they're late being lazy especially yeah. like rolling around like yeah. it's just a it's just it's like easy a, yeah yeah i'll just hang out here and and, and if my ability is better than yours then there's no harm in that mm-hmm. right but in mma generally speaking the jiu-jitsu level in mma is not very good um in comparison to strictly just jiu-jitsu people right so you have people that are okay at jiu-jitsu competing against other people that are okay at jiu-jitsu but there's not a big level discrepancy so you don't normally see even in jiu-jitsu two black belts competing against each other just lazily pulling half guard right Mm-hmm. that's yeah, very good all right let's hop over to our next one simon thank you and we now know where zambia is Croydler does i knew the whole time but Croydler does not <laughs> all right this one is from instagram and this is john and john says yo i've been listening to the to a whole lot of your podcast this month and i love how knowledgeable and informative it is when it comes to grappling i've had a much better understanding of half guard and how essential it is in my game i finally was able to roll with the wrestler that injured me about a month ago the injury happened a few weeks before my first tournament ever. When we rolled, when we rolled, him having the top position wasn't easy. He was stuck in my half guard. I almost took his back, to which he did some type of wrestling spin out, but I still caught his leg and kept one of mine between his and continuously framed up and stayed on my side. I eventually attempted a juji entry. Juji gatami, a juji entry is an arm bar entry. Gotcha. Well done. Uh, Juji entry from the half guard. Bottom leg kept that hook on his leg. My bottom arm hooked his other leg while grabbing his cross face arm. I spun, swinging my leg free over his face, and I ended up on top. And it feel very threatened, considering how strong his wrestling was, even through his American Americana attempts. Being on my side and knee guarding continuously saved my ass. It's awesome that we get to tap into Curler's genius jits tap into his mind and he's able to share knowledge and give us important info with all that said has anyone ever told you guys Croyler sounds like Forrest Griffin 
<laughs> LOL, before I looked up, you guys, I almost thought that, I almost always pictured a Forrest Griffin-esque man. <laughs> you do sound like Forrest Griffin. I now, I never thought about that, but he, his voice, I think, is a little deeper and... But yeah, you guys have similar voices now. I guess so. John, that's 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 serious too. I never thought about that before. <laughs> so, do you uh did you did you first like when Forrest Griffin was coming out thought like I'm going to try to talk like that guy? No. No. Did, I don't think I've seen many interviews with with Forrest Griffin. Well, look it up after this cuz yeah, you guys do sound right, similar. I'll, I'll do that. Well, that's going to be it for this episode, everyone. We're let's see, two weeks Two to three weeks away from seeing our good friend Joey from That's Florida. Right. Yeah, Joey, who listener. who we met fr- from him listening to the show and then coming up to visit. He's coming up, and it was weird because he didn't tell us he was coming up the first time. He just showed up at our doors. And anyways, go on. That's right. And he was wearing a trench coat with nothing under it. But that was a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna come up again, and he has took the initiative to kind of strong arm us all into playing a game of Dungeons and Dragons. He's got the two of us. He's going to be the dungeon master, obviously. Uh, He's got our buddy Clive, Rich, and Claude. And we're going to play a game of... So he'll have in there, he'll have our black belt, Croiler. He'll have our uh, Rich's brown belt now, right? He's he's a purple belt. Oh, purple. He's the, the head of the kids program. Yep. Rich, the head of the kids program, will our purple belt, and then we'll have Claude, our brown belt, Clive, our b- purple belt, and then me, our blue belt. So we're, and then Joey, the white belt. Uh, so we're gonna have a D and D game going, and I would record it and and put it on here, but it is going to be so so incriminating and f- no, just that filthy. Can never, that can never. I can't. It that would can never come out. It would change the way we play. But we we will come. We will have a we'll be banned from iTunes. I know. We will. Have have a summary we'll have a summary afterwards of how it went and maybe i'll record it but just but just put edited clips on no that's not a good idea <laughs> to give everybody a perspective this group message got started and i think i've said four or five messages in i don't know 100 150 messages uh-huh back and forth i think i said four or five things and i think four of the five things were just Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we look forward to that synopsis, and we will we will have a good time doing that. And we look forward to seeing Joey. So uh, everyone, if you're listening, if you're obviously you're fucking listening. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe they've tuned you. That's off. true. A lot of people don't make it to this point, so thank you. Uh, go check out Croiler's website. He has his his some of his gear, his merch. He's got some. Uh, he's got some cool new sweats, uh, a matching bottom and top hoodie uh he's got some some nice shirts he has a version of the that whole god that whole (laughs) a couple years ago you guys might remember the blue dress black dress gold dress white dress that 
con- uh, not conspiracy that uh, controversy. He's got a shirt on there. If you go to his website, check it out. It's it's the quote unquote Heather Gray shirt. That's not actually Heather Gray. It's, it's Heather Gray. It's some type of caramel brown color. It's Heather Gray. He's colorblind. Don't listen to him. But 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 I've I've shown this to many color abled people. His whole family. No 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 no. Colorblind from. I went outside the family. <laughs> I went with. He went to his girlfriend, who is going to be extremely biased and make him feel good. I went to our friends. <laughs> I went to 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 your father-in-law. <laughs> Uh, maybe I need to contact your mom and have her weigh in on this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you want to, if you want to go check that out, you can do it too, and then buy a shirt or two while you're there. Uh, but that's it for today, everyone. We will see you next time.